Ayin Gimel with base, three lines from the bottom. The Gemara brings a Bryce. It's really a continuation of the uh, Tosefta that we had earlier. The way Rashi says it is it's the Seifa of the Bryce de Lael. So uh, box it off, three lines. It, again, has to do with the trustworthiness or believability of various uh, scenarios, uh, people in various cases. Neman bal mekach Let's say you have a person who has a item. And um, he says, quote, Lazem macharti, lazein macharti. Well, uh, Bob, I sold it to Bob. Uh, I didn't sell it to Carl. Um, he's believed uh, if he tells us that. Bemed varma murim, when is that? Question mark. Well, bizman shemekhoi biyodoi. That's where um, the mekach in, uh, is in his hand, where basically if he still got it, he is still the responsibility to make sure he knows who he's selling it to is upon him. And uh, especially because if there's sort of two people there, and we'll see exactly what the situation is, and he backs out of the one that really was the one that should have uh, bought the item, um, he's going to get a mishapara, a type of uh, klala, of uh, that you're not really supposed to back out of your deals, and if you do, it's a big no-no. So, um, if the um, item in question is no longer in his possession, but rather the two of them have it, they're kind of fighting over it, they're, each one is grabbing onto it, um, he would not be believed, because since that responsibility is no longer his, it's out of his possession, um, he, he's not as particular to remember who exactly he uh, sold it to. Now, I want to ask a basic question. We didn't say anything exactly what's going on with the money, so why doesn't he just see who he got the money from? And that'll be the one that he sold it to. Well, it seems like there were a few people interested, too, and lo, that's not the case, rather, he actually received money. Let's say the item was $100, and he received $100 from each one of them, comma, connector of Amar, and he claims, he says to us, Now, one of them I agreed to, and the other one was really against my will. The guy just, like, shoved the $100 at the exact same time in my hand as the person I was selling it to, paid it velo yedia, and it's not known uh, to us, hey, midatoi vehey loy midatoi. Now, I guess even if he tells us, we won't necessarily... If he tells us and the item's still in his hand, we'll believe him. But if not, we won't. Um, unless, of course, we had two Adim who can testify uh, what the case was. Period. The Bryce, I believe this is a, yet a, another continuation of that Bryce. So this one goes for a word plus three lines. Um, continuing the issue of uh, Ne'emanus, or believability. Ne'eman Dayan, if you have a judge in a uh, case, he's believed Leimar to say... Um, Bob was the one who uh, was uh, victorious in the court case, and uh, Carl uh, lost. When is that? That uh, the Diane is given believability for that? Well, that's where the litigants are still standing there in front of him. If they're not there anymore, the Diane would not have uh, um, believability. That's the end of the Brysa. Okay. Well, again, there's a basic question. Normally, when you win a court case, you get a document that says that you are the uh, uh, the winner of the court case. Venexi, so why don't we just see? Zechusa man naked, asks the Gemara. Who, who's holding on to that uh, piece of uh, documentation that says that they won the case? 
Well, lo, the, that's not the case. You know what the scenario is. It's necessary to the one who had the uh, uh, star that said that they were victorious actually got all torn up. Okay. Well, how about this as a solution? Why don't we just rejudge the case? And whatever the merits were for each side, they'll each say it. And however he comes, um, whatever conclusion he came to the first time, he'll probably come to the second time. Well, we could do that, but this was one of those unique cases that was a Shuda Didaini. Um, it was a Shuda Didaini, is really, it's up to the um, better judgment of the court. It's not a clear black and white case. Uh, it's it's one where he has to um, uh, figure out which has like, which which party has the better claims. Um Okay. And and that since it could come to a different conclusion is not an option. Period. Amar of Nachman Shloishanim Anim Al Habechor. There's uh, three um, people who are believed to say that a uh, person is a, a uh, firstborn Ve'eluhein. Number one Chaya. Number two Aviv. Number three Imoy. The uh, midwife, his father, and his mother. Colon Chaya, which I underline La Alter is believed, like we saw, um, the previous piece on Ayin Gimel. Uh, right away. So as long as she's there. Uh, she's believed to say that uh, this one came out uh, first. Kama, imai, and then imai kol shiva. The uh, mother, um, is, is, uh, the first seven days, especially before the bris, uh, she's basically with the baby the whole time, so she certainly uh, will recognize the baby. Kama aviv, and then aviv le'olam. He sort of has that responsibility always. Of course, you know, eventually he's going to pass away and. All else being equal, his children will inherit. It's important. Uh, uh, he has that that feeling of necessity of uh, knowing clearly who his bechor is. Kitasanya, like we see in the following brisa, which goes for four lines until the two dots. The pasuk um, mentions uh, in, in inheritance issues yakir, and uh, that word uh, yakir that he should recognize. Uh, equals Yekirenu Lachem. He has to be able to, the father uh, is believed to be able to um, identify his children and which one is the oldest specifically. Mikanam Rabbi Yehuda, Adam, a man is believed, Loimar, to say, quote, three words, Zeb, Ni This is my oldest son. He's got a number of sons. He can point to whichever one and say that's his eldest. Kama, Ukashem Shinem on Loimar. Just like a father is believed to say, Zeb, Ni or Zeb, Ni Bechor. He's also believed to say, uh, if one of his sons, let's say he's a Kohen, and one of his sons is a Ben Grusha or Ben Chalusa, he could say, Zeb Ben Grusha, Vizab Ben Chalusa. The Chachamim, Aymrim, the Chachamim disagree with Rabbi Yehuda and say, Einoi Neeman, on the Ben Grusha Ben Chalusa issue, he would not be believed. But it seems like everyone agrees on the uh, that this is my firstborn son, a father would, yes, be believed. That's the end of the Brisa. The Mishnah had concluded with Abba Shaul. Here's a quote, Abba Shaul, Hayakar Shasuki Baduki. He would refer to a Shasuki, which is the one, uh, the, the kid who we know who his mother is, but not his father. He would uh, refer to him as a Baduki. Okay, the Gemur now asks, my Baduki, question mark, comma. I put a long question marking in the margin from this line down to the line that starts with the word Halacha, about eight lines later. So, Asigmar, what is Baduki? Well, Yilema, if you want to say it's, and I really dot underline the whole next line, 
the, the kid is called a Baduki because Sheboidkin es imai, comma, vimeris. Lakasher nivalti, neemenes. If what a Baduki means is that we, um, we investigate, we check with uh, the, this child's mother, and if she claims that the man who impregnated her to get her to this child is a, uh, a kosher, a yichus, a fellow, neemenes, she'd be believed. Well, if that's what Baduki means, come on, who would that be going like? Karabangamliel, uh, okay, that's fine if we'd be going like Karabangamliel, but then why would we need to hear it twice? We've already heard this concept before. Tanina Chadazimda. It was taught uh, previously in a, another Mishnah. Ditznan, here's a almost four line quote from a, uh, a Mishnah elsewhere. Uh, if you have a woman, Haisim Uberis, and oh my, she's pregnant. Va'amrullah. And people say to her, uh, lady, ma tivai shel uberze, what's the nature of this, uh, un- soon to be born, but not yet born, um, uh, uh, baby in your, uh, womb? Amralahem, she says back to them, well, me'ish ploini, actually not, this is obviously a woman who's not married, um, she says it came from, uh, Bob the Kohen who? Cohen who, in, in this case, means that he's got good yichus. Not that his last name is Cohen or Cash is a real Cohen, but he's got good yichus. Wasn't like uh, from someone with uh, problematic yichus. Kama, Rabbi Gamliel, uh, who I underline, and Rabbi Eliezer, I mean, they both say ne'emenes, that in that case she would be believed um, to say that it, who it was from and he's got good yichus. Kama, verbi Shoimer, loimi pia anu chayin. Well, we don't, uh, literally, we don't, um, sustain ourselves through her words, through her mouth, literally, but uh, we don't believe her. That's the end of the snake source. Kama connector Vamar of Yudamar Shmuel. The halacha is like Rabban Gamliel. And then, why do I need two Mishnahis essentially to teach me the same thing? If that's what it means over here, and that's what we said it means, Abashal says a Shasuki is Biduki that we ask, well, then why would we need it twice? Well, answer the Gemara, Chadir Lahachshir Ba. I squiggle underline the word chada, and I also squiggle underline the next word, vechada lahachshir bebita. There, there's two different things we need to know. We know we, we need to know what is her status. So uh, when Ramagam Liel had said neemenes, uh, we believe that she did not become a chalala from truma, let's say, if she is a uh, bas Cohen. But really to machshir her unborn baby, that we're not coming to do uh, over here. Um, Whereas Chada, the other Tanaic source, is coming to machshir the status of her uh, soon-to-be-born baby, Bebita. Well, ask the Gmar, that works well, according to the approach, and this is a machlokas, that hamachshir ba machshir bebita. If she was okay uh, with that relations that she had, so then her uh, child, her offspring, uh, if it's a girl, will also be uh, okay, so Han Nicha, it works well. That if you want to say that she is still kosher, but her boss would not be, that's why you would need the missionary to say that we would be given believability. That always, when we say that she is still okay, in other words, not a halal, that her daughter is also always okay, then once again, and we're really... Uh, it's pretty extreme here when we keep asking Abashol, why did you have to tell us that? Abashol, my asalashmina. Maybe it's because the way Abashol said it, that um, Abashol would call it a sukibuki. He's not saying a, like a clear halacha. He's almost hinting to something. Why would you hint to something that is m- more mafurish elsewhere? Well, 
the Gemara explains, Dabashol actually adifa mide Rabbanamliel. That which Rabbanamliel said goes a little bit further than that which Rabbanamliel said. Why? Because if I only had Rabbanamliel saying Neemenes, the ima hasam havamina, you know why Neemenes hasam derive She's a single uh, female. Most uh, men that she would have relations with would be kosher to her. In a situation where um, most of them are, let's say, pastor, for instance, like if she's already in a arusa, where basically everyone other than her husband is totally asked her, I might have thought that that wouldn't be the case. Therefore, that's why we need Abashol, whose uh, ruling is actually not identical to uh, Rabbi Gamliel's. Kama, Amarava, the halacha is like Abashol. Says the Mishnah, and it's not going to be exactly clear uh, what the case is, but here we go. Kol ha'asurin lavoi be'kahal, anyone who it is uh, forbidden for them to uh, come into and, and marry into the uh, kahal, which we'll say is sort of like maybe mamzerim and shazukis, uh, shazukis um, they would be uh, permissible to uh, marry with each other. Kama, Rabbi Yehudu, we underlined Oser. Uh, I'm going to spend a good chunk of the Gemara figuring out who this, uh, what this Rabbi Yehudu is coming to Oser, but he's coming to Oser something. And Rabbi Elazar, I box Rabbi Elazar, he gives us a, a rule of thumb as far as who's allowed to marry who and who's not. Uh, Rabbi Elazar, Oymer, he's going to have four cases. We'll call them A, B, C, and D. A, Vada'an bevada'an. If you have a man who's a vada, and a woman who's a vada, again, let's say a man who's a mamzer, woman who's a mamzer, they're both mamzer, and for sure, mutter, I double underline mutter, it would be permissible for the two of them to marry. However, B, C, and D, B, vada'an besfekan, C, sfekan bevada'an, D, sfekan besfekan. If you have a case of a vada'i problematic lineage with a suffix, for instance, like a mamzer with a, uh, um, with a uh, shasuki or a sufi, or only suffix, or a suffix with a vadan would be like a shizuki or sufi with a female mamzer or nosin, or sveikan besveikan, where they're both suffixes, like a shizuki with a shizukis, or a sufi with a sufis. Um, those four, or those three categories, B, C, and D, would be usr. I double underline the term usr. And the reason is obvious, because maybe one of them really is kosher, one of them is really apostle, and you can't uh, match the two of them up with each other. Ve'eluhein ha'sfeikais, these are the scenarios, what we call suffix, shesuki, asufi, and kusi. Shesuki is, we know who the mother is, not the father. Uh, we're not sure the status. Asufi is, we gathered him up literally like from the marketplace, and we don't know who either his parents are. And the uh, last is a kusi, the Kusim, as Rash explains, were uh, settled by Sancherv. They were a uh, foreign nation settled in the Samaria area. And um, it, it wasn't clear whether when they converted, it was a genuine conversion. They might have had a fear of uh, wild animals or lions upon them. That's the Mishnah, says the Gemara. Um, loaded question, which is going to take us the entirety of uh, Amud Bey's as well to answer. Uh, my, I put these four words in right angles, kol ha'asurin lavoi bekal. Those are the first four words of the Mishnah. Literally, it means any of those who are forbidden to marry into the uh, normative congregation of the Jewish people. Um, who is that referring to exactly? 
Well, Elay my squiggle underline the Elay and in the margin I call this approach one A. Three lines from the bottom in the middle of a line is Vikitema, I squiggle underline the Vikitema and call this approach one B in the margin. Flipping over to Ahmed Bayes, on the first line I put a number two in the margin. Uh, about f- fourteen lines later or so, first word on the line is Bekoihenis, a number three in the margin encircled it. About ten lines below that. First words on the line are of Nachman Amar Rabba Bar Avua. I put a number four in the margin and circled that. And about eight, nine lines later, first words on the line are Amar Rava. I put a number five in the margin and circled that. So as you can see, uh, this question of uh, how do we understand that phrase in the mission of all those who are Osir Lova Bikal, who, who specifically is referring to, uh, we're going to have quite a few uh, attempts to figure that out. So here we go. Uh, approach 1A, Elema, I squiggle on the Elema, that we're referring to. Who, who are the ones who are Asr Lavebekal? That would be uh, Mamziris and Nasinis and Shuklis and Asufis. Well, don't we already know that from the Mishnah back on Daf Samachtes? Hatanale Reisha. And here's a quote from the Reisha, the Mishnah we had on Samachtes, the first Mishnah of the fourth parak. Mamziris, Nasinis, Sasukis, and Asufis are Mutar and Lavoy. That's the end of the right angle. That's the end of the quote. And like we know that already. Visu. And further, when our mission, here's a three-word quote from our mission that we just had, like about six, seven lines ago, Rabbi Yehuda Oyser. Well, Rabbi Yehuda Oyser, what? He's coming ostensibly to us or something that the Tanakhama said would be okay. So, ah, uh, hey, uh, colon, uh, which part of what was said earlier is he uh, going on Elema? If he's going on the Vada'an B'Sveikan, a case where the uh, person has a Vada'i status or someone has a suffix status, well, isn't that what the third Tana, the box Drebelazer, is saying? If you want to say it's Vada'an B'Sveikan, ha, well, Midiktani Seifa, and here's a quote, line and a half of the later part of our Mishnah, Rabbi Eliezer Oimer, Vada'an B'Vada'an Armutter, and we want to focus, though, on the next case. Vadan besfekan. I dot underline vadan besfekan. And uh, if you have a case of somebody who's vadai problematic, somebody who's a suffix, or sfekan besfekan, that would be oser, and I underlined oser. So, one second, that's what we're trying to say that Rabbi Yehuda was coming to tell us, but that's what Rabbi Eliezer is coming to tell us. Michal de Rabbi Yehuda, that Rabbi Yehuda would disagree with that. I squiggle underline the vechitem, and if you want to try to say, and this would start, I guess what I call the approach one B, because it's uh, re- you know rejected immediately. That if you want to try to say that, what does it mean Rebu Dalisir? I put the Rebu Dalisir in right angles. It's a quote from our Mishnah that is going on ger bemamzeres. If you have a convert male uh, to Judaism uh, uh, trying to marry or get together with a mamzeres. Well, that's wonderful, but it doesn't say that. Uh, now, we know that that is what Rabbi Yudah holds from, uh, we had a snake source on uh, Ayn Bey's, Ahmed Bey's, but it doesn't say that. Midi, three words, uh, two words, excuse me, in a phrase marking, Gerbim Amzeres. Kitani? Is, is that what it says referring to? It doesn't. It's pretty general. It says, uh, here's forward, quote again from the opening four words of our Mishnah, Kol Hasurin Lavoi Bekal Kitani. Okay, so let's try again to figure out what the case is in our Mishnah. Amar Rav Yehuda, I circled Rav Yehuda. Hachi uh, Amar, and this is where we have the number two in the margin. This is the um, the way that Rashi explains this is that really Rabbi Yehuda is going on uh, what he had mentioned uh, about a daf and half earlier, a case of a, a male uh, ger with a mamzerus. Now, 
the reason why he would be going with that is because he had heard that the Tanakama was dealing with it, and when the Tanakama mentioned be kahal, uh, that might have been the kahal specifically of Kohanim. We usually stom the term kahal would mean like the, uh, the Jewish congregation, uh, the Jewish population, like the normative Jewish population, basically Kohanim, Levim, and Yisraelim. But here it's actually referring to Kal Kahuna. Says Hachi uh, Kamar, the way you have to read, uh, it's going to be interesting. We're going to do. Um, a number of times, the hachi ka'amar of like how you are supposed to understand the opening line or two of our Mishnah, and in many of them they're gonna ha- we're gonna have little parenthetical points. So I started the right angle over here. Um, th- I ended the right angle three lines later after the word baze, and this is the way that uh, Rav Yehuda would ha- have us understand the Mishnah's pshat. Call, I squiggle underline the word call, ha'asurin lovoi bekal kehuna, and I double underline kehuna. So that would be how the Mishnah started, except our Mishnah said, call ha'asurin lovoi bekal. Uh, here we're changing it to no, the kal that we're talking about is specifically kaihanim. Now, parenthetically, I put uh, brackets in for almost the next two lines. My niu, who, who, who would that be referring to? Oh, that would be referring to a gioris, a woman who converted to Judaism. Uh, who's, let's say, two years old, and would be not like Rav uh, Ben Yochai, who had said that a uh, two-year-old girl who converts is kosher for kahuna. We, we're going to go with uh, approaches, no, that is not kosher for kahuna, and, and that's why they're asr lava bekal kahuna. Uh, that's the end of the brackets. And then mutarin lavoi zeh bazeh would be permissible to uh, marry each other. In other words, you have that uh, Asr-Mutr type of relationship. Asr to one scenario, Mutr to another. The I put another brackets in over here. It's, I mean, we'll read it straight, but it's, it's sort of like a, uh, a bit of a side point. Why are we saying that it's a girl who's less than three years old and it's not like Rav Shimon? Why not just say that the Mishnah is Venukma Shanim, that she's, let's say, four or five years old, literally uh, three uh, years in a day, and then you can say the Mishnah is going even according to the Yochai. Well, answers the Gemara because if you if we were going to be making the Mishnah is talking about that in Cain me tzida tivra literally its its smashing comes from its side like built into the pshat would be its destruction colon connector Ella if you're going to say that uh, reason is because she's like four or five years old um, that's why you're telling me. She's mother to a mamzer, and other to a kohen. The diuk would be ha pechusa if she was, let's say, two years old. The girl in question, less than bashalishan v'yemechad demuteras bekal, where she would be uh, permissible to come to the kal connector kahuna of kohanim asura lavoi zebaze. Well, hare a pechusa mi bashalishanim v'yoyim echad. The diuk would be that if you had a uh, convert girl, let's say she converted at two years old, uh, according to Shum Yochai, Dimuteris Lavoi Bekal Kahuna. She's permissible to come into the Kal Kahuna. Umutarois Lavoi Zebazen. Also, they're able to intermarry within each other. That's the end of the Gomorrah interruption because now the uh, Gomorrah interruption or, or a bit of a side point, but semicolon, and the semicolon is also to indicate that we're not asking, we, we had just said in the brackets that the last uh, four five lines, we're asking on the Hachi Ka'amar that was suggested, the number two suggestion by uh, Rav Yehuda. So ask the Gomorrah now, Viklalahu, 
I double underline Viklalu, really? Is that uh, a, a general rule? And uh, let's see here. If we skip down about eight, nine lines, last two words on the line are Viklalu. We double underline that. And then um, let's leave that for now. So there are at least two of them. So is it a general rule? De, and here we have the right angles. The, this is the way that Rav Yudu would have us understand the Mishnah. De kol ha'asurin lovei bekal kahuna mutarin lovei zebazet. Kol ha'asurin, I don't align asurin. All those who are forbidden uh, because of their genealogical status to uh, marry into the cult uh, with Kohanim would be mutarin and of themselves lovei zebazet. Really, vehare. I put a triangle on this hare and two lines later, more towards the end of the line is another vahare. I put an upside down triangle over there. So we'll see in a minute what the right side up and upside down triangles are. Vahare almana ugrusha. So imagine you have a case of a widow or a divorcee or a halala or a zaina. Now remember, we're, we're talking about being able to marry into Kohanim or not over here. De asurim. I don't know asurim. Asurim lovei bekalkuna. They it's basically a list of no nos for Kohan, and they can't marry those ladies. And according to what we had said two lines ago, it should be much lovei But yet asurim lovei zebazeh. I don't know the asurim that it would be forbidden uh, to uh, marry zebazeh because you're putting them in the category of like a mamzer. You can't have uh, these. Uh, like an Amano Grusha marry a Mamzer, Visu, and even further, the Diuk from uh, what we had said above would be if the ones who are Asr to marry the Kohanim are Mutter to marry each other, then the uh, inference would be Mutter, Asr, that um, the, the ones that are Mutter to marry uh, a Kohan would be Asr. Uh, to uh, marry each other, but that's just not the case. Vahare, and here's why we have the upside down triangle. A ger shemutzer bekohenes. You have a, a male convert who is I don't underline the word mutter again. Bekohuna, totally fine to marry a, a bas kohen. Umutter, and also I don't underline the word mutter again. Bemamzeres. So there you have, and it seems you can go uh, uh, mutter this way and mutter that way. Ella, so he's squiggling on the Ella and circles of Nasan Marhaishia. He's a third approach. Trying to explain, give us a shot in what's going on in our Mishnah. What does it mean? Kol ha'asur in lavoi bekahal mutar lavoi zepazeh. So he says, Haki Kamar. It was a, uh, about a two line, a little bit more than two line re reading or re understanding of our Mishnah. Kol shekayhein asur lisa esbitai. Any scenario where a Kohen would not be allowed to marry this woman's daughter, and now we put brackets in for about a line, who would that be? What case would that be? Am I Nihu? Oh, that would be a Ger Shanasa Gioris, and we'd be going like Rabbi Eliezer Ben Yaakov, that uh, a Ger, um, that's the end of the brackets, a Ger who marries a Gioris, the uh, Kohen would not be allowed to marry the offspring, yet Mutarin Lavoy Zebazeh, they're uh, permitted to marry within each other. And that is the Rav Nazmar Hoishia Hachi Ka'amar. Okay, and it's like Rabbi Ben Yaakov, that a Gershnasa Gioris, that the daughter would actually be Psula Likahuna, yet they are Mutar Lavoy Zebazeh. So the Gemara now asks, similar to what it did about eight lines ago, Really, is that a um, 
correct general rule, the klalahu, we double on the klala, uh, klala with a uh, chaf, like as a general rule, uh, question mark, comma, connector, is it really so that de, and here's the right angles, kol shekayin asalisa esbitai, mutarin lavoizebaze, if it's asal for a kohen, to marry that uh, uh, that uh, that the, the daughter of that relationship, the, the, anyone involved in that relationship would be much love as a hare. We have a triangle on this hare. Two lines later, last word line is vehare. We have another triangle on that, and three lines later, first word on line is vehare, and I put an upside down triangle there. So let's see the first of the mountains or the hares, hare halal. If you have a Kohen who is a Chalal, Shenasabas Yisroel, Dekayhen Aser, Lisa Bitoi, if a Chalal marries a regular Jewish girl, where a Kohen would be forbidden to marry the daughter of that union, she becomes a Chalala, Ve'asurim Nami, Lavozebazeh, uh, and then again, that's a case of like a uh, halal is uh, forbidden to uh, be with a mamzer. So what would you say to that? Well, loikasha. The Gemara says it's actually no question because our Mishnah, back on the bottom of Hamad Aleph, would uh, be going like Rabbi Dostoy bar Yehuda, or Rabbi Dostoy ben Yehuda, who holds, uh, the, the author of our Mishnah would hold like Rabbi Dostoy ben Yehuda, that Benosi Sroel actually, if the husband is a halal, would be a mikvah tahara, so to speak, for their offspring, and the offspring would not follow the father, but rather like the mother in that case. Ah, the hare, another triangle of hare, very halal, shenasa halala, when you have uh, that, the kohen aser lisa bitoi, a kohen would not be allowed to marry the daughter from a relationship of a halal with a halala, and, uh, and yet, a halal would be us with a mamzer, because Aser, Adonai Aser, Nami Lavoi Zebazeh, Visu, and even further, the Diuk would be, if we're saying the one that is um, uh, Aser is Mutter, then the Diuk would be Ha Mutter, if it is a permissible uh, relationship, then Kama Connector, Aser, the other ones would be Forbidden, um, which is certainly what the explanation of the previous mission would imply, vehare, but that's just not true. And we have an upside down vehare because we're going to go the other direction of the question. A ger shenasa bas yisrael, male convert marries a Jewish girl, vekayhen muterli sabitay. The relationship there would uh, perfectly fine for Cohen to marry the daughter of those two. Also, yet umutarin lavoizebaze. They're also totally permissible to uh, marry within each other. Ella, so I squiggled on the Ella, and we circled over here the fourth approach of Nachman and Rabaravua. Haha, the issue between the Tanakama and Rebbe Yehuda, who popped in a line later, is the following Mamzer Me'achaisai versus Mamzer Me'eshes Ish, Ikabe'nayu. So if you have. A man who sleeps with his sister, the punishment for that is kares. That will produce a mamzer, possibly. If you have a man who has relations with a, another man's wife and impregnates her, um, that would have a punishment, of course, if there's like Adim and Hasra, of a uh, court-imposed death penalty. That's the Ikabenayu case. In other words, they're not arguing in a case of a 
anything to do with somebody who had converted. Um, rather, the issue is, uh, do you get a mamzer from Chayve Mises based in only, or also from Chayve Croesus? Colon Tanakama, who I double underlined Savar, Afilu Mamzer Machoisenami, Have Mamzer. Rebbe Yehudu, I double underlined Savar, Me'ishasi, Shave Mamzer, but Machoisel, Have Mamzer. That would be the Machoikas. The Tanakama would say that even the Mamzer that's produced, if a man sleeps with his sister, is going to be a Mamzer. And therefore, uh, not only the relationships that are uh, punished by a court imposed death penalty, but even Kares would make a Mamzer. Whereas Rebbe Yehuda, who we double underlined Savar, Me'ishasish, Have Mamzer, Kama, Me'achaisai, Lo Yave Mamzer. No. Only the type of relationships that um, would result if there was Adi Menasra with a court-imposed death penalty are the ones that create a monster, but the other ones, not. Okay, well, what, what exactly would be the Chiddush? Don't we have this taught elsewhere? My Kamash Malan, question mark, connector, Tanina. And here's a Tanaic source. Almost four lines. Starts here. Eizehu Mamzer. Uh, who's a mamzer? Apparently it's Machlokas. We see Kol Shehu, anyone, and this is the most extreme opinion of who a mamzer is, any relationship between a man and a woman that's below Yavai, that there's even like a losa, say, that forbids two of them to be together, um, that would make a mamzer if they were together and she and, and they produce a child. That's Divei Rabbi Akiva, <coughs> and I underline Rabbi Akiva. Kama, another opinion, of what a mamzer is, Shimon Atimni, underline his name, Oimer, any relationship, uh, relations, literally, like physical relations, um, sexual relations that take place that end up with a child, if the uh, relations would be chayv kares, uh, then that is what makes a mamzer, if the baby's produced for halacha, kidvarav. And we, uh, the halacha is like shemina timni, that's actually in the Tanakh source. Rabbi Yoshua Oimer, I underline Rabbi Shua's name, Kol Shechayavin, Alav, Mises Basin. You know what is a mamzer, which was the original opening question of this price? If, if the uh, relations produce a child, that child would uh, be, uh, the parents would get a Mises Basin, uh, that would produce a mamzer, that and only that, not Chayve Krisis, but only Chayve Mises Basin. In which case, it should have said, really, that uh, after this Rabbi Yoshua, uh, Rabbi Yoshua, Rabbi Yoshua also agreed with that. And since it didn't say that, Ella, so he's squealing on the Ella. Here's number five. This is the fifth and final approach as to how to understand our mission. I believe all the other ones have been rejected, so this might be the only approach. Um, you know what the Ikabenayu case is? A male uh, Amoni or Moavi uh, convert to the Jewish people of Ahachi Kamar, and this is the way to understand the opening line of the Mishnah on the bottom of Amad Aleph. I put the right angles in over here, it goes to the end of the next line. Kol Ha'asurim, Lavai Bekahal, so we're back uh, to the original reading of the Mishnah as it was, that's the way it did start. Kol Ha'asurim, Lavai Bekahal, um, and I put eight brackets in, Umai nihu. Who is it that is a mutter lovebekal? Well, that would be a ger amoini umoyavi, a male uh, convert um, who's a amoini umoyavi. That's the end of the uh, little interruption. Close the brackets. Mutarin lovey ze baze. Uh, 
are um, permissible to marry one with the other, um, whether it was um, them with mamzerim or mamzerim with them. Well, if that's the case of what the Mishnah means, how do we understand then? Once again, the question, um, three words in right angles, Rabbi Yehuda, oh, sir. How are we supposed to send Rabbi Yehuda in that case? So the Gemara explains, hachi ka'amar. And this is quite a radical departure from the, what we'd been assuming up till now. Hachi ka'amar, afal pi Rabbi Yehuda oser, a ger bimamzeris, even though Rabbi Yehuda would say that if you have a convert, male, and a mamzeris, female, that that would be a forbidden relationship, hanimili, that's specifically a ger and only a ger, a ger der uilavoy bekahal. That's like someone who converts basically from any nation in the world who is um, fitting to him in the kahal, but a ger amoni umoy of, ye male ammonite umovai convert, dein ruin lovoy bekahal. Remember, even ten generations later, they cannot um, marry into the Jewish people. It's um, a female amonis, or a female moavis, yes, but the males, no. Uh, lo, it would not um, apply to that case. Adkan.